like it galvanized the research you're like did it did it hurt somebody like do we need to call the cops like who got galvanized <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host Texany aka Mr. World Vibe and what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge and perspectives. This off season in particular will contain highlights and takeaways from season one and shorter yet more frequent content as I share all my thoughts and ideas on our way to season two. Until then, I'll always be keeping positive energy and good vibes. So who's trying to vibe out? Hopefully, anybody who listened to any of the Psych Saturdays, because this episode, what we're doing is kind of recapping the best parts of Psych Saturdays of each episode, in my opinion. And we got five episodes that we did for Psych Saturdays. Basically, I guess one a month, you could say, for season one. And I want to start start with the idea of clear language. Now, I did a post about this on my Instagram just, I think, yesterday. And basically, I was explaining the concept of clear language that I learned in my fourth year psychology course. And this this definitely changed the way I saw psychology. It's my biggest takeaway. And so let me start by explaining what clear language or clear communication, plain language, whatever you want to call it. I will explain what it is, why it's so important, kind of how to use it. And then when I talk about each episode that I did for Psych Saturdays, you'll kind of hear how I implemented the idea of clear language into each episode because um, it's important to, to use no matter what field you're in. Any field you're in that's scholarly or has words that people don't understand, like if you went to your doctor or a surgeon and you asked them a question about the human body, they would explain in terms you would have no idea what they're what they're saying unless they broke it down into clear language. If you talked to an architect building a bridge and they were talking to you about all the physics and mechanics going into the infrastructure with, you know, like building every single and putting together every single piece of you know, um, I don't know, every single piece that goes into a bridge, if they try to explain that to you, you you would not understand it. And so there has to be a way to communicate big words, big concepts, you know, important concepts, but just more easily to the everyday reader. And so that's what we learn how to do. And that's what clear language is. It's basically putting the reader first. And it focuses on action, right? You want the audience to readily find what they need understand it and use it so you know clarity usability and transparency you know there's no it shows the underlying truth and what you're trying to say you know it's an important thing okay and a lot of it's in design the way you design pictures sometimes and posts on instagram can be using clear language it's it's basically like a ramp or like an escalator or an elevator like if you were in a mall would you use the ramp or would you use the stairs? Would you use the escalator or would you use the stairs? It's like clear language is the easier way to do things. And so one example that I that I put in my Instagram post yesterday is what is a 
synchronous diaphragmatic flutter. That's a sudden closure of the glottis due to the spasmodic contraction of the diaphragm. In other words, it's called a hiccup. <laughs> and so you see how how technical we could be if we wanted to be, right? Um, there's also a different example here with a, a phrase. And we had to take this phrase in our in our fourth year course. We had to take a phrase and make it clear language, like apply clear language to it. The phrase was, do not open door until checking that area is clear. And we, we changed it to check that the area is clear, then open the door. And so a few things are in here, you know, we want to be with them, not against them. We don't want to say don't do something. We kind of want to make it more positive and change it to help the reader. So it's it's about the details with clear language. It, it, it is tough to do, but really you're trying to reach a larger audience. You're trying to engage people, improve the outcomes and ultimately save time. So it's a very important concept. I hope you kind of get the gist of it. As I explain my Psych Saturdays and kind of go into the highlights, you'll see how I used clear language. So let's get into some of these highlights. Yeah, so I loved doing Psych Saturdays. It just kept me so motivated into psychology. I love psychology. I'm so grateful that I took it, it um, for post-secondary because it really is proving to be a very important uh, field uh, for myself I got to you know give myself so much self-awareness everything I learned I got to apply to myself and that's initially why I even took psychology I wanted to be able to help myself by learning about humans because I'm a human right and then I'm just finding out like year and year later there's just more and more that we learn about the human brain there's less and less stigmas towards mental health so psychology is becoming more and more important as we go. And so doing these episodes really kept me in the game, in the psychology game. It kept me thinking about these topics. Let's start with the first one. Okay, speaking of, you know, staying in school and keeping with psychology, money versus happiness. Okay, this was all the way, this was episode three. Okay. And I took basically the entire structure of this Money vs. Happiness podcast from a group lecture I did in my fourth year psychology course. And I actually did it with one of my friends, Malak, who was on the podcast. So go check her out, by the way, on episode 22, Art as Therapy. So yeah, we've stayed in touch since then. And our group lecture was amazing. We got an A. We did. It was an amazing lecture. I think... It was so good because we executed well on engaging the audience. And that's one of the you know key tenets of clear language. You want to engage the audience. We started out by asking a question to the class. We wanted them to define money and happiness. So we got them thinking about themselves and got, we got them relating to the topic right away. Our whole slideshow had barely any words. It was just pictures and us talking from a script, which was so effective. Even when I started the podcast, like a, this Money vs. Happiness episode, the very first thing I say is imagine money and happiness as a couple. So right away, I'm engaging people and making them think about, about money versus happiness in a way that's relatable because we all know couples, right? We've 
been in relationships, we've seen relationships, we know what that means. So let's take it a different step, right? Let's let's make it different, but engaging. I'll never forget, actually, when we were planning our Money First Happiness lecture, one of my group members, she wanted to use a word galvanized. And, and what that means in the context of it, of this word, was basically how one researcher, she released a study that just changed the way uh, people studied money versus happiness. So it galvanized the research. And I'm laughing because that word, I've never used that word. And that's the kind of word you don't really want to use when you're doing clear language because it's such a big word, such a, you know, not a not commonly used word. People will focus on that word and then lose sight of the whole sentence. Like it galvanized the research. You're like, did it, did it hurt somebody? Like, do we need to call the cops? Like who got galvanized? <laughs> so we want to avoid these kinds of words, right? Let's move on to the next podcast I did, which was Psych Saturdays. And it was Sleep vs. Dream. Sleep and Dreams, I should say. Episode 6. And I love sleep, okay? It's one of the most important things to us as humans. But it's so misunderstood. So I got, I did a paper on sleep, actually, in the same course that I did the Money vs. Happiness group lecture. And on my podcast episode, I wanted to promote the idea of sleep and see how much people knew about it. So I, I did a little quiz. And you can kind of say that that's clear language because I made a quiz to in- engage people, get people thinking about it in a fun way, in an interesting way. And I love the quote that from Albert Einstein that I used in this podcast episode about sleeping. And the quote was, don't give up on your dreams, keep sleeping. I just... I love how simple that quote is. Like you can say that's clear language, but it's also so deep. So just think about that. Don't give up on your dreams. Keep sleeping. So he's kind of, in my interpretation, he's talking about, Einstein's talking about how important sleep is and also for dreaming, literally and, you know, like metaphorically dreaming. So big quote. I love quotes. (laughs) And then I also got personal in, the, in this podcast and talked about my own dreams after, which was fun for me. So that was just a great episode. I love that one. So yep, check it out, episode six. Then we had the psychobiography of Robert Birchtold. This was my favorite paper I wrote in school. It was my last paper I wrote in school, the longest one. It was over 12,000 words and I got an A. So your boy did well on it, okay? And I had to turn it into a podcast because it was so different psychobiographies are they're so interesting especially when they're focused on people who are misunderstood or troubled or criminals some people in the class i remember in that class did um psychobiographies on trump on michael from the office so it was just cool to hear about like a psychological analysis of certain individuals so definitely check out that one if you if you like crime thriller kind of documentaries because that's the style. I'm basically summing up the life of Robert Birchtold, who was a convicted um, kidnapper, sexual assaulter of like young women, and so he was a messed up guy. So I, I mean, analyzing his brain and his life was tough, but it was kind of interesting because you learn a lot. You learn a lot about it. So I would say check that one out for sure. 
The next um, Psych Saturdays I did was called Nine Life Hacks. This was all the way episode, oh man, where are we? Episode 18, July 4th. This episode didn't really have any context with my psychology degree. I just wanted to prove how these nine methods can help a person. And some of them directly relate to psychology in terms of like meditation, gratitude, journaling, and morning routines. Those all help maintain someone's mental health. So I had to actually take time and examine studies online to prove these things, then find a way to communicate them. And if you've done any schoolwork in your whole life, you'll know that communicating results of a study can be kind of like boring. You don't want to hear someone say, studies prove this, this researcher at this university proved this by doing this, by doing this experiment. Like you don't want to do that. You have to find a way to engage the audience and pull only the most important parts. So I had to, you know, put that like that um, practice to work for this nine life hacks episode and I think I did a pretty good job. It got a lot of downloads. I think anybody who's listened to this episode, go back to the nine life hacks. See how many of those life hacks you actually use in your life. If you're using all nine, you you have an amazing life. <laughs> Trust me, even I don't use all nine all the time. So they're just amazing things to do in your life that will help you. And so, yeah, that was just a great episode in general. Personally, I love that one. It was kind of different bringing together nine different things and so yeah um that's that episode and that's kind of how i use clear language just to communicate findings of a study last episode here is understanding anxiety and dealing with imposter syndrome and that's all the way oh yeah it's episode 27 okay so there it is episode 27 so with a third last podcast i did or fourth last i should say so nope third last (laughs) and uh yeah it was it was a cool episode it was different because i got to bring on a guest and so jess williams you gotta check out that podcast if you haven't already because jess she she explains the different types of anxiety which i didn't even know this information and i took four years of psychology so i learned so much from just listening to her share her knowledge and she shared more than knowledge she shared her experiences of anxiety and her evolving understanding of anxiety throughout her life. We talked about our experiences of trauma. We just got personal. And I love getting personal with psychology because it's all about humans. It's all about people. So you have to get personal with psychology. And so that's, it's a challenge, but it was a challenge I was willing to take. And so was Jess. So it was an amazing episode. I've even had feedback from people who told me that it was a tough listen just because of all the connections they were making to their own struggles. So on a self-awareness and connection level, it was pretty impactful. And I'm and I'm glad it was, you know. I think mental health should be understood from the time someone's young and growing up in school. So, you know, speaking about clear language, that that's one area clear language needs to be applied. And that's to educating young people on mental health for sure you can't throw out big words like imposter syndrome and even using words like like terms of the brain like the amygdala and you know the frontal lobe kids don't care they don't know what that means they're not really going to fully understand that so you have to find a way to make it understandable and engaging so clear language is huge for explaining 
anything psychological, especially to kids and children. Okay. And the last thing I learned about, I really, really loved learning about in this episode with Jess is the difference between life coaching and therapy. I've always wanted to be a therapist at some point when I was like done psychology and went to my master's, but Jess made a really strong case for how life coaching is just as good, if not better, for actually helping people and for making more money and in a business way. And so it actually requires less education. So you don't have to invest so much time and money into programs and school and loans and debt and all that. If your life is so amazing and you're online and you're an influencer and your mental health is great and you know how to help people and be that light for people, you can make a really good amount of money and just help and inspire and be there for so many people and just kind of really explains and like I said, makes a good case for that. So let's actually hop into that conversation for a bit and let's hear what she has to say about it. And I'll see you on the other side of that conversation. I really want you all to hear what she had to say. All right, peace. You can seek out someone, this is my opinion on it. Sure, yeah. Someone who's gone to therapists four years and I've also gone to coaches and mentors and I personally that's why I'm going down the path I'm going down now because coaches and mentors really help you a lot more because they dig into your life they say hey what's up here a therapist just consults your folder before you come into the office maybe once a month and then works through a problem and you could have a hundred different things going on in your mind that day but you only have an hour a mentor and a coach is somebody that's really with you 24 7 you're you have constant access to them right you have weekly calls i never put them side by side okay yeah yeah, you have weekly calls you really dig into your stuff and a lot of times these people are going out to turn into coaches and mentors because they have gone through it okay we're back we're back it's the end of the episode and i didn't want to spend too much time going over these things but i just wanted to explain just the importance of clear language. I wanted to recap the Psych Saturdays because I had such a blast, okay, recording these kinds of episodes, these series. And even when I did the survey um, at the end of season one, a lot of you guys liked Psych Saturdays. So I'm so excited to bring it back next season. I have so much more information I learned through school that I'm so excited and looking forward to sharing with you guys Again, I just have to make it fun, exciting, and engaging. That's always the challenge with communicating scholarly information. So yeah, I'm going to be using clear language when it comes to all my Psych Saturdays. And I just wanted a chance to explain to you what it is in case, you know, you find yourself having to do that, you know, in your own lives is be clear with your language and use clear communication. So yeah, that's that's the episode for today. Hope you enjoy. Hope you learned something. Hope you go back and listen to some of those episodes. Thank you for supporting me this whole way. Thank you for supporting me through this off season. You know I'm dropping episodes three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I'll see y'all on Monday coming up. And until then, this has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. 
and I'm signing out. Peace.